Hello, hello, sales fellows. Fastest way to learn sales podcast number 74. Welcome to the show, guys and girls. I'm your host, Saki Birfan, and let's start, as usual, with a motivational quote first, followed by the main content of the show. Today's celebrity quote that I'm using for our motivation is by someone new that I'm using. His name is Marcus Tullius Cicero. I believe I'm saying his name right, and he was a Roman philosopher, and he once said, if you wish to persuade me, you must think my thoughts, feel my feelings, and speak my words. Let's repeat this once again so we understand this. If you wish to repeat, uh, if you wish to persuade me, pardon me, let's do this again. If you wish to persuade me, you must think my thoughts, feel my feelings, and speak my words. Now, my sales fellows, that brings me right to our topic of the day, which is the ninth key in selling, the key of inducement. Key of inducement is very simply persuading other to take action on something that you think benefits them. Just the art of persuasion, right? It's, it's, it's an art, it's a skill that we can all, all learn and must in sales. So today's topic is going to be around this. I'm going to share with you my personal ways how I do this with my, my customers. And you can take it away and you can do it in many, many different ways, you know. Um, so in, for example, if you are in retail business, so let's talk about retail first, retail business long ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I used to be big in retail business. That's how I started my sales career. So I used to have, of course, you know, you can't really have a database, uh, a database at that time because too many people, but I know some of my customers were brand new and I used to sell sunglasses at that time. So I knew that there are some customers who are my customers. They will always, every season will come by and buy something new there. They're, they love collecting sunglasses. Others use them just because it's sun, sun's out there. These guys use them because they like them. So I would actually profile them and keep them very close. And again, remember the rule that is working here with this inducement is, or where you want to make this happen more, is that 20% of the of your customers will bring in the 80% of the revenue. So work hard on that 20%. And that's where you can use these, uh, these tricks and tips that I'm sharing with you in sales. Um, so yeah, so those, those sunglasses collectors and, and great customers, I actually would get their complete information, right? So every second month, third month, every month, even during high season, when I would get a shipment, I would pick up the phone and I would be like, you know what? I have a great shipment in. Do you want me to save a sample for you next time you're in? Just ask for this at the counter and someone will show it to you if I'm not here. Uh, if I'm here, of course, I know where they are and I'll show it to you. Or do you want me to ship it to you? I, you, can sh you can try them, you know, use them. And if you do not like them, ship, ship them back to me, the ones you don't want to buy. And... I did this with not everyone, like I said, 20% is even high out of those 20%. I probably did it with seven to 10% of my customers because those were the real, real customers. So I would do that. I would, you know, I knew their style. I knew what they liked. I knew what, what, what would excite them. So I would, in every shipment, if there's a new sunglass style, I would put that aside. And if I was doing it today, I actually would just, just take a video of that or, or something like that and send it to them. But back then there was no Instagram or Facebook or social media um, at this big social media presence out there at that time. So I couldn't use it, but I used the ways that were available to me. So I would give them a phone call or a, a, a quick text 
saying that, you know what, just got a brand new shipment in. There is some stuff that I know you would love. Why don't you, um, do you mind if I save some for you next time you're in the mall? Come by and check them out. So that's one way of doing it. Now when I progress and I am now uh, into outside sales, into B2B sales, not retail sales anymore, now I've, I'm using the same principle. I'm using the same principle that I used in retail over in this business. Now I have about 55 customers in my book of business and 20% of them again brings the 80% of my revenue and my sales every month, every quarter, every year. So I keep them, I keep them very close to my heart and I understand their business. So I have this big luxury car dealership and I have very solid relationship with the general manager out there. So. Every time there's a brand new product, I of course will go to him first and say, you know what, I wanna schedule a meeting with you because there is something brand new coming in that will fit your business model. When do you think you have time? I, I'm available next week on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 9 a.m., 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., whatever, the, you know, give them three times like that, like that. And of course, I'll schedule a meeting, go in and present, and you know, 70% of the time, I would end up selling something to this man. Um, another thing that I do with these 20% of, of my, my customers, B2B customers, is that I, again, on the month, because I know they are on a monthly target, right? So they have to hit their monthly car sales target and I deal with mostly with dealerships. So I know they're, what's important to them, right? Like like Marcus Cesario said, you know, you must think my thoughts and feel my feelings. So I understand that that they have to hit the target, right? In order to make their big paychecks. So I would call these customers. It takes, you know, maybe just a couple hours on on 20th or 21st or 22nd, you know, just the last 10 days before the last 10 days uh, are over. Um, you, you call them on the 20th, 21st or 22nd, if it's a weekend, call them on 19th, whatever, but uh, you get the idea. I would call them and say, you know what? Um, how are you trending? Are you trending to you know, finish the race line? Are you going to hit the target? Are you ahead? Are you behind? What's the situation today? And they'll tell me, they'll be like, you know what, Sakib, I am, you know, let's say five cars behind and I really want to sell five or I'm just two cars behind, man, I'm three cars behind. I think I can make it, but you never know, you know, so I would be like, okay, perfect. If you are behind, uh, which ones are the ones that you think are popular right now, had more test drives in and the ones that I can help you with, then they'll give me the ones that they really want to that they really want to, that they think actually can move according to the weather in Saskatchewan. So I would help them with that, you know, tell them here's here's top ad you can buy or something like that, right? So I would actually position it that way. Again, B2B business, I'm selling them something, right? And uh, for example, if they have a convertible in the middle of December and they're like, you know what, boy, this isn't going to move in Saskatchewan. It's minus 45 out there in January, February. And nobody's going to look at it until April, May. I'll be like, OK, I can I can offer you something which is, again, brand new. You can promote this in British Columbia. How about that? They are having a great weather. Maybe we can move it uh, to someone's house down in BC. So that's how I move with them and move their bar and I work with them. So this way I come across that their targets are my targets and that's how I persuade them, right? And by staying connected and by offering them things first in a position like that. So you got two ideas now. If you are in retail and a retail salesperson, you know how to do it now. But I used to ship them. I used to save them in my store. You don't have to do that. You have social media. You can boom, you know, DM them or something like that. You can stay, you can tag them on your post or whatever you, you know, they'll like this. You can give them more attention than they actually can 
uh, or could get back in the day when I was in retail. And if you are in B2B business, you know, make sure that you understand who are the highest spenders, who are the big and um, big customers of yours and make sure you build that relationship on monthly basis so that you give them a shout every time something new comes up, they're the first and become that consultant, consultant, not the salesperson, consultative selling. I can't see same. I can't seem to say that word today. However, that's where I would suggest you put your key number nine of key of in, uh, key, key in selling, which is inducement, and use that. I truly hope you guys and you know got some value out of these two tricks that I told you, or my best practices that I shared with you. These are real life practices that I share in sales. Um, I use in sales, and I'm sharing with you. I'm sorry. I think I'm just talking too fast today, and I'm not. I apologize. Anyhow, thanks for listening to my show. Thanks for being on. I appreciate every single second of your time on this fastest way to learn sales podcast show. I will continue delivering because I see my downloads keep going up. Cheers, guys. I will see you on the next, next show. Please like, share, and subscribe.